It all started with a spark of luck and an idea. A young woman set off to find thrill in a new country, ready for whatever came her way. Unfortunately, what found her, thousands of miles from home, would put a stop to all her big dreams. The dreams that took her away from home to begin with. The question family and friends asked themselves, could all of this been avoided if she just stayed home? If her dreams weren't so big? If she wasn't so ambitious? But what type of life is that? This is the case of Karina Holmer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Banter, the podcast aimed to bring in you your dose of murder relaxation. So just sit back and enjoy. Everybody. Hi. And welcome to another episode of the True Crime Banter Podcast. Yep, we back. We are back, and I hope you guys enjoy this one. You will be covering the case again today. Yep. Can't stop, won't stop. The case of Karina. Karina Homer. Karina Homer. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I do have some banter for us, Ooh. and it's another game. Okay. A game of musical trivia. So okay. um, if you guys enjoy this, let us know, because I know that we... I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy making it, and then I know you enjoy playing it. Oh, I so, love it. So I've got five more songs for you, okay. and these ones I cut down pretty short, Okay. and I want to say that it's only you only hear like two words in these songs. Oh, shit. Oh, if not, it's like the length of two words. Okay. So good luck. So you made it harder for sure this Harder. Time. Okay. Definitely not. I mean, you're going to know these songs, I think, but you might not know them. <laughs> so Fantastic. Yeah. And again, I've got songs from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, Whoa. and a couple from the last decade or so. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Song number one, When You're Ready. Always ready. Go ahead. Aerosmith. Okay. Dream On. Damn, that was pretty good. <laughs> I wasn't sure you would get that. Like, it, okay, all right, nice job. Thank you. Impressive. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if that like that. I think like the tone of the right. <laughs> you know, I, wow, I you sound close, just right? like him. <laughs> Thank you. All right, you're one for one. Okay, okay things will get harder. And here's number two. Uh, Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. Damn it. Damn it. I thought maybe that wouldn't... Oh, yeah. Was... This was like, what, second or third grade for me? Yeah, yeah. and I, I thought maybe you would go like Britney Spears or something. Oh, Because it's I mean, all yeah. like the very, very same, very yeah. similar sounds. Yeah. So. I remember like not really being allowed to listen to her. She's like very provocative. Yeah, that was like... Yeah. yeah. So I same. would be somewhere where it came on. I was like, ooh, naughty. <laughs> I shouldn't be listening to this, but I am. <laughs> all right. All right. Two for two. Okay. Song number three. I actually don't even know if I remember what song this is, but here we go. Oh, just until they cry me a river. They <laughs> always listen to this Why kind of stuff. Are you so good at this? <laughs> listen, I listen to this stuff all day, every day. 
like in the okay. car and stuff. All right, yeah, this I guess is my you jam. and your, your Pandora. This and then like 60s stuff. True. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Three for three. Okay. If you can get five for five, I will give you a high five. Wow. Lucky good? me. All right. So no, tempting. Number four. And this time you've got a dog in your lap. Yep. So this is going to be even more Maybe difficult he'll help for me. you. Okay. All right. Whenever you need me. Okay, Wiz Khalifa for sure. Okay. I know that voice. Yeah, yeah. I, there's no way I'm going to get this. There's no way I'm going to know the title of the song. There's no way. Come on, come on. You can do it. There's no way. I could say anything. I'm going to say Blueberry Pancake. I have no idea. Roll Up. Yeah, see, would not know. So long ago. 2011. Yeah, I was going to say the year I graduated. (laughs) I thought maybe that would like click it in for you, but no. He had so many hits around that right. time like oh. there's no way i could yeah, yeah it was like every other like yep. hip-hop song was hit yep. so all right so no high fives for so, you so what was that four and a half three and a half okay four and a half i'll give you a four and a half <laughs> in the air okay how's that sound <laughs> also dumping all right last one okay so out here getting cuter um Oh my god. Okay, definitely Jack Harlow. Okay. But also like with Lil Nas X. Okay. But all it's right. it's um That was a little trick one for you. Fuck. I ugh, this was my workout song a couple months ago. Oh she's thinking. I think Tito's thinking for <laughs> you. No, nothing. Industry baby. Damn. Yes. Damn. Damn. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> You're just <laughs> <laughs> just gotta put got the pressure it. on you and you get it okay yeah. four and a half so cool so four cool four and a half cool, in the cool. air <laughs> <laughs> okay oh wow. wait what if i just did like that <laughs> the shockers <laughs> wait, wait okay wait what no that, okay this is all right weird. all right yeah. okay <laughs> well you did you did pretty good this time i think uh, on the next episode okay at least the next banter that we go this route i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna really yeah bring it home right thank you that makes sense i hope so so all right well uh i hope you guys enjoyed that if you did feel free also feel free to leave um comments or reviews whatever because we were gonna do some shout outs today but yeah you know what we're gonna hold those off for yeah i think the next episode so feel free um follow us whatever it doesn't matter how about you just like just do something chill (laughs) just chill (laughs) All right, well, how about we just get into the case then? Okay. The case of, once again, Karina Holmer. Mm-hmm. All right. Twenty-year-old Karina Holmer didn't have high hopes when she purchased a lottery ticket one day in early 1996. As we know, these things are usually a waste of time, but she thought she'd give it a chance, no harm in trying. To her surprise, the young Swedish native had won. Granted, it was $1,500, but still, a young woman in the 90s with $1,500, it could be worse. Her hometown, a small place called Schillingrud, about 150 miles from Stockholm, was lovely, but she dreamt of bigger things, bigger places, and bigger experiences. There had to be more out there. Now, with her unexpected cash bonus, she decided this was her chance. 
It wasn't uncommon for young Swedish women to travel abroad and work as au pairs for wealthy people in other countries on a work visa. She thought, well, if they did it, then why can't I? And if you don't know what an au pair is, it's basically a nanny for rich people. This was a chance to see a different country, make friends, and who knows what else. Her heart always wanted to travel, so that's what she did. She settled on the U.S., Boston, Massachusetts to be exact, where parents Frank Rapp and Susan Nichter welcomed her into their home, and she began her work caring for their two young children. By all accounts, Karina not only loved her job and the children, but she was really good at it. She was upbeat and kind and kept up with the energetic kids, entertaining them with arts and crafts or taking them to fun places. However, Karina was still 20 years old, and she wanted to go out and live life. After all, that was the point of leaving her small town. After Friday hit, she almost always had plans with other au pairs to hit the downtown nightclubs. But sometimes when she wanted to be a little bit more low-key, she spent the weekend exploring the city. Her host family actually owned an apartment in the city that doubled as Frank, the dad, his photography studio. And they let Karina stay there on weekends so she could go do whatever she wanted and save a little bit of money instead of traveling back and forth in and out of the city. She took advantage of this luxury, and that's where you could find her on most weekends. She had only been in the States a couple months when her and her friends wanted to meet up at a popular nightclub called Zanzibar, so they made plans for Friday, June 21st. Like I mentioned, Karina was only 20, but this wasn't a problem because she had a hookup for a fake ID through a friend. So with that, the girls headed in and started drinking. The drinks kept coming, and before she knew it, Karina had lost the friends that she came with. Don't forget, it was the 90s, and she can't just call or text anyone's cell phone. So she found herself alone and extremely intoxicated, a dangerous combination for anyone, especially a young woman. Eventually, she had found the women's restroom and passed out. But a little while later, the doorman found her in there and asked her to leave. Later, witnesses stated seeing her in the intersection of Boylston and Tremont at about 3 a.m., but other witnesses said that they saw her get into a car. Someone else saw her walking alone, and someone else saw her stumbling down a dark alley. The stories that came out during this time were kind of wild. Someone said that they saw a man forcing her into a car and verbally threatening her with violence, and someone else saw her dancing and singing with a homeless man. That is very uh, opposite Yeah, we're getting all kinds experiences. of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to know what's real in this case. Regardless, 3 a.m. outside Zanzibar was the last confirmed sighting of her alive. It's now Sunday, a few days later, and a homeless man searching a dumpster for cans and bottles to recycle grabbed a black garbage bag that looked promising. The bag was very heavy, so he opened it, but he didn't find recyclables. He froze. He couldn't wrap his mind around what he was looking at. He eventually came to, ran, and frantically screamed for help. It wasn't long before cops arrived at the shocking scene. In a busy city like Boston, crime isn't rare, as with all large cities. Cops are used to robberies, stolen cars, domestic disputes. They see this stuff every day. 
but what they aren't used to is what they found in that garbage bag. They didn't just find a homicide victim. They found half of one. Oh, fuck. The beautiful blonde mystery woman was missing her lower half. After extensive searches of the surrounding areas, it was nowhere to be found. As you can imagine, the news was all over this. All channels flashed some combination of the words, beautiful young woman found in dumpster outside Boston nightclub. Miles away, outside of the city, Frank Rapp and Susan Richter watched the Sunday news. As they read the headline, their stomachs dropped. They went silent and looked at each other. Neither of them had heard from Karina since Friday, and they knew she spent time in that same area on the weekends. Nothing really seemed off until now. It could be nothing, but they decided it was best to call the cops just to make sure. And at this point in my research, I couldn't find a solid source on who positively identified the body of Karina. I didn't see anything about the host family doing it. Okay. But a I, friend. But I did come across one small mention out of like 25 articles, which I thought was weird, that one of her friends was quoted as saying, I saw her at the club, and the next time I saw her, I was identifying her body. But hmm. it wasn't stated in any other article except like one out of like 20. That it was her. Yeah. So I found it weird that that wasn't a consistent fact. And I could not find, because she didn't have family in the States or anything. So it yeah. had to have been her au pair friends or the family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thank God, I guess, that it was her upper half found. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. The difficulty of identifying a lower half yeah. seems to me like impossible. True, especially in the 90s where the DNA and stuff was so far behind. Yeah, and being... Actually, I'll let you finish. Regardless, now knowing who the victim was gave the investigators some place to start. While they were busy, Karina's family was being informed of their daughter's passing, and obviously, they were shattered. She had been so excited to head off to explore another country, and I'm sure, like any parent, they worried about her. Knowing she would eventually come back was all they were holding on to, and now they had nothing. All they could do was wait and hope that the Boston police were putting all their efforts into this. When the autopsy was finally complete, the report showed Karina had strangle marks on her neck and ligature marks on her wrist from being tied up at some point. When she was found, the makeup she had been wearing was scrubbed off. But besides that, the remains were reported to be in very clean condition, especially for being found in a dumpster. The cut that was made separating her body was done very clean, and the police found this to be a detail to note. Was this someone with experience? This was a tough one for police from the start. She had only been in the States for four months, not really long enough to form any kind of enemy or cause trouble, and by all accounts, she was a sweet girl who liked to have fun after working hard all week at a job that she loved. They collected all the tips they could, and tracked everyone down that they could find. Starting with one that probably everyone is thinking, her boss, Frank. A young pretty nanny living in his house, how could you not look at him? Rumor suggested that he had been using that city apartment to hook up with Karina on the weekends, mm -hmm. but police interrogated him multiple times and he was cleared. It didn't help that a week after Karina's murder, Police were called to their property after a small fire had gone out of control in a dumpster. 
Naturally, police were suspicious of this, and they tested the trash for human remains, but none were found. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think a dumpster fire, a quick one like that, would, like, burn enough remains to where they wouldn't be found. I also wonder, too, if any... You could be trying to burn evidence of any kind. It doesn't even have to be our body. True, yeah. yeah. It could be, like, the weapon, if whatever it may have been, right? Yeah. Because if she was strangled... Could have been a rope that someone used and he was trying to burn a rope or something like that. But I'm glad that they didn't just... Because this is a separate police department. This is outside of the city. Right. But they knew that this person was involved, involved with, these with Karina. Yeah. yeah. So they were like, let's look at it to be sure, which I'm glad they did. Something else they found was a report of previous nannies being questioned. And a few mentioning that Frank came off as creepy. But without further details, I'm not really quite sure what to make of that. Rumor circulated that her lower half missing held some significance. Was she possibly pregnant and someone was trying to cover it up? This was just the killer's way of hiding it by disposing the lower half. The idea that Frank, or maybe even Susan as well, waited until she went all the way into the city, waited for her to get way intoxicated, Mm -hmm. take her from a public street outside of a club, and then brutalize her like this and leave the lower or the upper half of her in like a dumpster seems a little out there to me but i mean if you don't really have too many clues to go off of i guess your mind kind of gets creative figure out something yeah but the host family cleared there's not much more to this theory the next suspect was a guy named herb witten oh herb people in that area knew him because he kind of stuck out It was hard to not see him. He was an older, large man who was known to wear Superman shirts and walk his big dog. He stated it was to attract the ladies. Right. (laughs) This sparked a lot of conversations from people, and Karina had been spotted saying hi to Herb and his dog on that evening outside of the club. Someone passed along his name, and when police went to speak with him, they found that he had a solid alibi. He received a speeding ticket that same evening while driving home, not too long after he'd been spotted speaking with Karina. But it didn't fit into the timeline that he could have made it back in time to kidnap and then dismember her. Yeah. He was released, but even if police wanted to re-interview him, it was too late. A year after Karina's murder, Herb had taken his own life. Hmm. Was this due to a guilty conscience? Some think so. But we may never know. With no other strong leads, police questioned Karina's family and friends. They found that shortly before her murder, Karina had written a friend back home saying, quote, something horrible has happened, end quote. And she planned on returning home in August. She mentioned being stressed all the time, but she did not go into further detail. There wasn't really much police could do about this letter since she didn't provide any details. As to who it was Mm -hmm. or what happened. Yep. With nothing panning out, the case eventually went cold. But police still follow through on the rare tips that do come in over the years. Investigators say that Karina's case is one that haunts them to this day, and they hope one day they can bring answers to a family who grieves a world away. It's sad to think that this young woman's life came to an end in such a tragic way across the world after deciding to chase a big dream. You can't help but think, would she have been any safer back home? 
the odds of ending up in another country and falling victim to a murder shortly after settling in must not be high. Can we learn anything from this, or was this just a freak accident? We're going on 27 years, and with all this time passing, it's hard to keep hope. But Boston police ask anyone with information to call their homicide unit at 617-343-4470. So sorry to kind of have like a no resolution, empty feeling at the end yeah, of that. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that we would find out something. I know. I didn't know. That's one of those ones where they're clues that come out at the beginning that may seem promising like the father that kind of seems like an obvious alley mm-hmm. to go down herb. and then this weird herb guy that's like yeah has some it, weird background and then it just all leads nowhere it, it is weird i mean you brought it up right at the end there about the um the chances of coming over and then being murdered within four months yeah and i can't i mean it's that's a tough gig i feel like not knowing what you're gonna do and then being an au pair mm-hmm. as like that's how I'm gonna live here in the U.S. is basically being a nanny, mm-hmm. taking care of another child or children. The responsibility of that, and then also trying to figure out a lifestyle here. Yeah, it, I don't know. There's a lot of questions that like the torso. The, the lower half being removed. Mm-hmm. Does that, is that a sign of, you know, sexual misconduct? Right. Did they not yeah. want to be caught because right. their DNA might be there? I don't yep. know. It's weird. I'm shocked. It's almost surprising that it got found. Yeah, I know. Because, what, two days right. later after she went missing due to a homeless person finding it in a trash can? Yeah. Imagine if that person wasn't. I know. Looking around. Yeah. She just would have been missing. Yeah. Yeah. I also find it odd that they didn't... Like, where did the lower half go and why didn't you just take the upper half with it? Like, why take the chance of leaving her in a dumpster? Yeah. Like, clearly, whatever you do with the lower half worked because we've never found it to this day. Which very well could just be the fact that it was in a different dumpster that someone didn't That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's true. Yeah. I guess my, my thing is, though, like, that is... You are doing a lot if you're cutting someone in half. Yeah. Like and then also... You, sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, if you're just trying to get rid of evidence... Yeah. I mean, who's to say that your your DNA is not under her fingernails or right. something? true. You know, like, But also back then, I don't really know if that was a worry for people too much in, right. in the mid-90s. Yeah, I guess not. But yeah. I mean, that just seems like a lot to... If it was, you know act of opportunity just randomly yeah to be like yeah yeah i'll kill her right and then i'm gonna chop her body up or in half like right and with no blood at the scene in the dumpster there was nothing around her um that was like anything that they could link to this being used on her or anything they said Mm -hmm. like the only thing in that trash that had anything to do with her was just her that's all it was. And they said it was a clean so, cut. Yeah. So clearly this happened somewhere else. Yeah. And she didn't drive anywhere. So maybe there is some substance to the rumor that she did get in a car with someone. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's no, nobody saw her getting into a taxi or anything, but there are rumors of her getting to a car. And if you are that intoxicated, 
I don't know if you're just like, there's no way I can get myself home. I'd almost rather trust a stranger and just hope for those odds than like stay in the streets. Right. I don't know. But also the idea that you then do this to her and then take such a big chance coming. I'm not, I'm just going to say going anywhere and disposing of it. I'm not going to say like coming back to this dumpster or something. Yeah. The dumpster was right outside of the club. So like you come all the way back and then you just chance that you're not just tossing like a piece of paper in a dumpster. You have to haul her out of your car. And you know they're going to question anybody at that Zanzibar, right? Yeah. Right. And then also like you have to then... I mean, I guess if it's just the upper half, it's probably not super heavy. Sorry to be graphic, but to then be take that chance of being caught with half of a body that you're hauling yeah. outside of your car. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that, and all you have that to do risk. is just run into somebody right. that says, oh, yeah, I did right. see a person. Yeah. And But yeah, you're right. Just, Who knows if that was trash day and they almost missed it or something. Yeah, or, it, yeah. That's what's kind of throwing me off. Like, yeah. I feel like just, that's so much to do to a person. Right. And, and that's kind of where I'm, I'm thinking it might be, uh, obviously, we might never know. Yeah. But the, the herb dude. like Yeah, who knows? I'd be interested to see if there's any um, sense of then in that, I guess, metropolitan area. If there's yeah. any other murders where half the body was missing. Right. Or someone was cut yeah. up and... I did see some reports, though, that I didn't want to go too far into it because Herb was, like, ruled out kind of because of his alibi yeah. that he was driving home, like, shortly after she had been spotted. It was just too close together for him to go to be caught speeding that far away from the scene and then get back in time Yeah. Um, to get her. But I had seen reports, too, that she... Or that Herb was... um He had quite a long history of like mental health issues and stuff gotcha and so i don't know if that plays any part yeah in yeah well. I, I guess i did forget the fact that he had an alibi that they said checked yeah. out so yeah yeah and and then it's just like well if it if it wasn't you know the her employer mm-hmm. mr rap yeah then if it, it was a stranger yeah and at that situation exactly. you're you are gutsy as hell right i mean yeah yeah I, this I one stuck wonder, out not just because of the half body thing, but like I'm like the odds. Yeah, that you travel this far. It could have just been like a Boston native exactly. or something. And in that situation too, I mean, yeah. that's where you know, with the note, with yeah. something bad has happened right. at home, you start questioning was yeah. somebody coming for her, right? You know, right? Why was she going to go back home? Yeah, in August, and why? And why didn't she say anything in that letter? That she was sending at the same time as she was saying that? Like, was mm-hmm. she waiting for a second letter? I don't know. Yeah, don't know. And, and Europeans, man. Maybe not Europeans. What? <laughs> I don't know. What? I was going to say, they get, they get kind of crazy with oh, their murders and what know. they choose to do. I don't know. Well, hopefully, I guess the end all be all is just, yeah. you know, hopefully there's... Uh, is there any DNA or evidence or anything? No, for they them couldn't to... find anything. She was scrubbed clean. Jeez. My whole thing was like, I kept going like backwards from when they found her being like, what if she never bought that lottery ticket? Right. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. That's that butterfly effect. Yeah. I mean, it's I think so about weird. that all the time with different things yeah. in my life. You just, but yeah, then the, if she yeah. never, she would never would have been yeah. there at that night. But also what if, what if she had saved up for six more months instead, instead of buying the lottery ticket and then she went over, yeah. would she have just missed it? Would she still have been a victim? You know, just weird. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. What if, yeah, what if, what if, yeah. About. 
where everything starts and how everything has its own little yep journey i guess what if game will drive you nuts yeah yeah so super fucking sad obviously there's still no closure don't know what to even really think about it like yeah i don't know if there will ever be closure yeah and now i'm thinking you got me thinking that it's someone in europe that did it in Europe that or, followed her over here to the states. Yeah, like, I don't, oh, like, you know, I don't know, maybe like a mafia hitman or something. Like Why? That. I don't know. What? Listen, something bad happened at home. <laughs> I guess. I'm just, this is a weird. Mm-hmm. This is a weird one. I feel like. Yeah. Because there's. That's it. Yep. We found the top half of a person, I know. and that's it. Yeah, they never found it. The we asked half. a couple people. Yep. We asked. We only. You only have a right. handful of people exactly. because she's only been here for such a little exactly. amount of time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that makes you think, was it done on purpose because she didn't have a big circle? It's weird. Yeah. But it seems like a lot of a lot of work to do when you could have like followed that's her home to her apartment on the weekend that she had in the city. Like that's why a, take her from the public? Yeah. I mean, you hear it all the time like when it's so brutal, you you tend to think it's somebody that personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. knows her or but then again, it's where it might not be her specifically yeah. but someone that looks like her right and they're just taking out on her yep that just seems like so much to do for uh, just in general yeah i mean the work yeah to do that i don't know so yeah well hopefully hopefully we can get some answers yeah who knows um yeah but thank you thank yeah. you for bringing that story to light. i haven't actually heard that one so oh, that okay. was uh yeah new to me they call it um some people call it the swedish black dahlia because she was also found cut in uh, half. Okay. But no. in that case, her lower half was just right there in yeah. the Black Dahlia one. That, so. maybe I've seen that like as like a, a title yeah. or something. But mm-hmm. I've, yeah. This one didn't ring a bell though. So yeah. thank you. Thank you for yeah. uh, bringing that case. Maybe story some other tonight. people haven't heard it too. So yeah. we're trying to kind of do obscure ones, I guess. But yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I hope uh, everybody else enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, if you did, feel free follow us give us a like whatever yeah. people do out there leave ratings reviews stuff like that yeah you know yeah. and if you guys are watching this on youtube i hope you enjoyed the uh the tito action that you got for <laughs> pretty much this he entire episode be in the lap yeah, yeah. little nugget cute little guy yeah. all right well this has been another episode mm-hmm. of the true crime banter podcast yeah we'll talk to you guys next time Catch you in the flippity flip. adios mm-hmm.